0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The day has come at last. We have now heard the end of the Christmas narrative, a journey that has taken us from Nazareth in Galilee, when Mary was visited by an angel, to Bethlehem, when shepherds saw and heard singing in the skies, and a baby was born in a manger, to Herod's jealousy and rage. We stopped briefly in the Gospel of John and listened to a poem that explained who Jesus is in the Trinity. And now, the story ends for this year with the arrival of the Magi. The Magi are strange, mystical, and mysterious people. We actually know very little about them. We know that The details we have from them, the only details we have, are from the Gospel of Matthew. First, they came from the east, but we are not certain from where exactly. Some have speculated they came from the area around the old city of Babylon. Others have suggested that they came from as far away as India, or perhaps even China. Traditionally, we have said that there were three wise men. But that is also something we have just sort of read into the story, mainly because of the three gifts that are mentioned. And if these were indeed magi, or magicians and astrologers, or even as we call them, kings, then they would not have traveled alone. You can imagine a caravan of people, servants, cooks, camel masters, attendants, It would have been a noisy and large group of people. We have given the Magi names, certainly not their real names, but we call them Melchior, Balthazar, and Caspar, or sometimes Gaspard, depending on who you talk with or which accounts you read. With all of that understood, then what is the big deal? Why do we celebrate the Epiphany and move these magi around our church as they approach this creche? If we know so little about them from the biblical accounts, then how could they possibly be so important? One thing we must understand before we move forward is what Epiphany means. Epiphany isn't just a sudden thought or realization, like when we say, I had an epiphany, or she had an epiphany about the problem. Instead, it is more akin to a revealing, or a discovery of some sort. The idea behind the word conveys something present, but not quite understood, until some event occurs. Now, with that idea working in our minds, let's use another word to help us and one that is actually used in our prayer book. You see, today is the Feast of the Epiphany, or as the prayer book says, the manifestation of our Lord Jesus Christ to the Gentiles. Manifestation. The revealing of a deep truth. Something that is made known. We come to celebrate not the Magi themselves, but what the Magi represent for all of us. Jesus was born into a particular time and place, but also into a particular custom and culture, and a particular religion. Several times in the last few weeks, we have recounted that Jesus was born as a Jew, and lived into the law even being circumcised eight days after his birth. And we also know that the Jews were looking for a Messiah, an anointed one, who, as they understood, would deliver them from their enemies. But what Matthew is trying to tell us in his gospel is that even for people who miss those signs, or like Herod who saw and heard them, And tried to circumvent them. Others who were not Jews. Who were Gentiles. Outside of their religion and family. They also saw. And understood. And came to worship. And pay homage to this king. It would be fair to say that today. Most of us here are indeed Gentiles. People who were not Jewish. Either in religion, or heredity. In fact, most of the population of this world, at any point in time, would be comprised mainly of Gentiles. And these Gentiles, you and me, and many of the people driving past this church right now, are the world, or the nations of the world. People who would have little interest or knowledge in a Messiah that the Jews would be searching for. But yet, throughout the prophecies of the Old Testament, we have this image of Israel being a blessing to the nations of the world. A blessing to various people. What we celebrate this evening is the Epiphany, the manifestation the revealing of God the Son, the Messiah, the King to all of us who are not Jewish in background. The Magi have come searching for this King, and not only have they searched for him, but they have found him. They are us in this story. They are those of us have searched and found Christ Jesus. They are those of us who have had a moment of awakening, our own epiphanies, and discovered the love of God. They are those of us who are still searching for answers to deep-seated questions. And like the Magi, we all come with gifts. They offered gold, frankincense, and myrrh, three costly and precious gifts. We come with our own gifts too, be it our talents that we hold over, or the service that we give to the church, or even the helping hand to the strangers we meet. The Magi did something else, too. The Magi not only came and saw, but they left. That is important, too. And as they left, they followed the bidding of the angel and returned home a different way to avoid the evils of this world. And we leave, too. We depart this place this evening, or we depart this place on Sundays. And each time we leave, we are given a bidding. Sometimes it is, go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Other times it is, go forth, rejoicing in the power of the Spirit. We can't come in here and leave again as if Nothing has happened, as if everything is going to be normal again when we walk through these doors. We don't know what happened to the Magi next. We know they went home by a different route. We know they left gifts that they had presented to Jesus. One thing we can infer, though, is that they returned home different than when they left on their journey. Long trips that culminate in highly anticipated events have a way of changing us. Of letting us see the world around us from a new and different set of eyes. We have come tonight to search for the king. We have brought the best gifts we can offer. We have brought ourselves our souls and bodies. And soon, we must go. We must return home. Let us not return home the same way we came, unaltered and with a vision of a mundane world. Rather, let us go on this journey we are all on, and a journey it is to work and to mold and to shape ourselves into the subjects of the king whom we seek. Let the celebration of this epiphany be exactly that, a revealing or a manifestation. Except, when we do celebrate it, let us pray it is in such a way as to give the gift of epiphany those around us as a daily gift to this world that is blind to it. Amen.